unconscious expression. Each moment is an unconscious expression of who I am. So each day when I walk in my parents' neighborhood, I get to witness the unconscious expression of nature and I get to learn from it. The tulips are bright, <clears throat> bright red, yellow, and purple, and they've bloomed and are completely unaware of their own beauty. The trees stand strong yet still, grounded with their sprawling roots, some visible, most invisible. And the birds sing, each to their own tune, without any concern for how they sound, and also without any concern for how they sound together. So every time that I step outside of the home, every time that I look outside my window, every time that I open my ears to the sounds of the suburbs, I get to witness the unconscious expressions from one of life's greatest teachers, that is nature. A common feeling amongst friends and the people that I'm that I hang out with is a desire to always be productive, or rather a desire to feel that I am always productive. I call this conscious expression versus unconscious expression. It is no doubt part of the conditioning that I've inherited from the culture that I grew up in and that I continue to find myself in today. The desire to always feel productive is a dis-ease of the mind in that it can be put it can put the mind in a state of dis-ease. It can be difficult to express honestly, truly, vulnerably as myself accurately if I'm more concerned with the production, as in the results, over the process. Unconscious expression, on the other hand, is more concerned with the process versus the production or the result of the process. A sense of satisfaction may accompany the doing. However, I am at peace without it. For example, I committed to myself to create the space to write every day this past week, and I did. And writing is a source. So why did I do that? Well, writing is a source of inspiration, clarity, and energy for me. And it's something that I do not to impress, influence, or inspire anybody, but really to express myself. The paper is like my canvas, the ink, my paint, the pen, my brush, and the screen, my frame. It matters less to me what you think about me or my writing, and more that I express myself accurately and fully, however I may be, however I may be feeling in this moment. A friend reflected with me recently that once she realized that she was not responsible for how her expressions are received by others, she felt a weight lifted off of her shoulders. I love this reflection so much, and this idea that I'm not responsible for how I am received by others. I can instead allow myself and allow my expression and everything that I do and everything that I am to be fully authentic to me. This is to allow my expression to be unconscious because if I am trying to be received a certain way, I am now overly conscious and no longer expressing myself or risk no longer expressing myself. This is one of the important teachings of the Gita, the source of yoga philosophy, that says it is better to do your own duty purely than to do someone else's well. My parents renovated their kitchen last year, and I continue to navigate where everything can be found. And I get to see their personalities reflected so beautifully in the design of this space. They love kitchen stuff. And to my amazement, there are drawers within the drawers to store all the kitchen stuff that they have. They like to freeze food, and as such, the freezer is as large as the fridge and way more full. And there are no glass cabinets, they have nothing fancy to display 
And although the fridge is massive, there's not a single shelf that could fit a bottle of wine, as they do not drink. There's only recycling and compost, no trash. The reason that I love to spend time in the kitchen and I admire it so much is not for its function or form, but because it is such an accurate reflection of who and how my parents are. So the garden beds that wrap around our home are a clear expression of my mom's passion for flowers, plants, and produce. They, like my mom, are not really well organized, but instead appear like a collage of randomness. However, every time that I walk in our backyard and open my eyes to really look at the garden, I smile as I see my mom's personality so authentically reflected back to me. I know that she could hire gardeners and professional landscapers, However, I hope that she never does. The end result with hired help may look better, cleaner, neater, tidier, fuller, and brighter. However, in doing so, she would miss the entire purpose of gardening. She would deprive herself of that. For my mom, gardening is not about any final result. It is the activity, the daily struggle and joy, despite her arthritis and other body aches that she gets to experience. We have started to talk about visiting my sister and brother-in-law in Ottawa sometime this summer to which my mom's response has been, but I can't leave my children, that is my garden. If you ask me what my parents do, I can't tell you with any specificity, specificity except to share that they often claim to be very busy. Doing what? I'm still quite not sure, but that is besides the point. Their respective desks do appear very busy. My father's desk in particular looks like it may have looked in the 90s with papers sprawled everywhere. You would not believe that it's 2020 as you cannot even see the beautiful wood desk under the pillars or the piles of papers, could be pillars. On a few occasions, I have quietly organized them on the shelves and cleared the desk space. Within days, the papers are spread back everywhere. This weekend, I've started to quietly remove the excessive stands, tables, and chairs from both of my parents' offices, where papers naturally accumulate. However, I doubt that it will make a much of a difference. On the other hand, my desk is paperless and spotless. At first glance, you would not believe that I spend hours each day at it. What I have now realized is that each of our respective desks are just an expression of how we like to work, who we are, and the conditions that we each thrive in. There is no one way. There is a humility to know that to express and observe expression implies that I have the space to do so. I am fortunate. I'm fortunate to not have to be concerned with food, shelter, or safety on a day-to-day -day basis. Through no doing of my own, but of so many others around me, I can enjoy the freedom to explore the many shades of expression that continue to come into my awareness. Everything that we do is ultimately an expression of ourselves. Every space, every action, every word, every thought is but a mere expression of our identity. When I remember that the purpose of my doing, whatever it may be, such as guiding a meditation, writing a business, taking a walk outside, speaking with a friend, or cooking a meal, is to express myself, then I feel less pressure. The doing begins to feel effortless. However, when I get confused about the purpose of my doing and assign it to an expectation of the achievement of a specific outcome, then the doing feels heavy and effortful. True expression may just be an act of the heart versus the mind. My one word intention in 2020 is heart, which means... I have the year to explore the many expressions of my heart. To create the space for expression for me has involved learning how to turn up the volume of my heart and simultaneously turn down the volume of my mind.
Each moment I am an unconscious, <laughs> each moment is an unconscious expression of who I am, not as I may have been, not as I might desire to be, not as I hope to be, but as I am now. There is a freedom that I now feel with unconscious expression.